made on Zencaster. Are you Tony Stank? I am Iron Man. Stank, Stank, Stank. Genius billionaire playboy. You Stank, you Stank. I am Iron Man. Hello and welcome once again to Stark or Stank. My name is Aaron and I am here with Josh. Hello, it's me, Josh. And we are talking about Black Panther this week. It's a we motion sure picture are. in the MCU, number 18, I believe. Number 18. That sounds correct. Let me. I should bring up the list beforehand, but uh, we're not getting paid for this. I can be unprofessional. Exactly. No professionality here. I mean, some, word? but not, not enough to be paid. Professionalism? Prof- I don't pro- no professionalism here. I don't know, man. We're not professionals. I don't, we don't need to. Yes, this will be number 18. Number 18. We're one away from Infinity War. Which we'll do next year. But this week. (laughs) We'll leave you all hanging. Yeah. This, this year, this year, this week, we are talking about Black Panther. No, no. All year we're talking about Black Panther for the rest of the year. Oh, okay. For the next, however many weeks left in the year. Roughly it's all two. Black Panther all the time. The Black Panther was created in July 1966, two months before the founding of the Black Panther Party. Many people mistakenly assume the name referred to the party, so the character was renamed the Black Leopard. However, neither the readers nor the creators cared for that title, and it didn't last long. However, the Black Leopard name gets a nod from T'Challa's battle paint at his inauguration fight. I also do not care for the Black Leopard title. <laughs> it's, a, it's a bad name. It's not great. Black Panther is so much cooler. I didn't know that Way the cooler. character uh, preceded the group. That's interesting. I didn't know either till I read the trivia. So My common logic would dictate that the pop culture thing would follow the cultural thing. Yes, you would think so, but apparently not. Hmm. Uh, comic book writer Jonathan Mabry, author of the Doom War arc... Uh, Black Panther, first uh, learned about Apartheid as a young teen because of the Black Panther's uh, appearance in the Fantastic Four comic uh, in issue 119. This encouraged him to break away from the upbringing of his racist father, a member of the KKK in Philadelphia. The editors at Marvel did not know this when they offered him the job of writing the Panther comic. Mabry often cites the Panther as one of the most significant positive influences on his life. Fuck yeah, That's, that's some good shit right there. Very cool. Uh, this is directed by Ryan Coogler, who up until this point was most known for Fruitvale Station and the first Creed movie. Oh, uh, I didn't yes. know he did Creed. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Coogler insisted on bringing in collabor- collaborators from his previous films to put his own stamp on the film and differentiate it from other MCU films that he felt were shot, composed, and edited by the same house people. Coogler bought in cinematographer Rachel Morrison, production designer Hannah Beechler, and composer Ludwig Göransson, who all worked with him on Fruitvale Station. And, of course, Michael B. Jordan is also here, and he was in Fruitvale Station and Creed. Um, oh, okay. I didn't realize he was in both. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, Black Panther was the first movie in the MCU to have its opening weekend domestic box office surpass its production cost. It cost $200 million to make, and its Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday opening weekend domestic Domestic box office was $202 million. 
that's a lot of money. Holy shit. It sure was. And oh. also, uh, up until that point, uh, I don't know. I haven't seen if anything surpassed it yet, but Black Panther was the highest grossing non-Avengers film in the MCU uh, at this point uh, and the ninth, ninth highest grossing film of all time. Mm. I, I do wonder if something like Spider-Man No Way Home maybe has surpassed that just because of that had so much hype behind it and also like we just come out of a pandemic and yeah. theaters were open again i believe no way home did very well so i would not be surprised possible. uh now screenings at the alamo draft house included a psa in which Chad- chadwick boseman stares straight at the camera warns the audience not to talk or use their phones during the movie and says that he is always watching after the credits roll and the post credit scenes play the screen would go black for a few seconds then suddenly cut to a quick Extreme close-up of Bozeman yelling at the audience. I'm still watching. <laughs> what, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, man. Why couldn't that be in, like, the Disney Plus version? I'd watch I know. I'd be fine with that. Saves. Uh, yeah, it's very funny. It is on YouTube. That's where I got the sound from. So if you want to look it up, you can. Fuck, that's uh, really good. Ryan Coogler describes the film's central theme as responsibility and identity. What do the powerful owe those in need? It separates the good guys from the villains. What value is strength unless you're using it to help someone? Wakanda pretends to be just another struggling African country, but some of its neighbors are struggling for real. If Wakandans don't stand up for themselves, who will? But if they stand only for themselves, then who are they? Yep. I mean, that sounds correct. That's true. That this movie's got some pretty obvious themes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Very good yeah. themes, and also, uh, I believe this this movie is still the most uh, nominated uh, for Academy Awards in the MCU. That um, would not surprise me. It was nominated for Best Picture, which it didn't win. Uh, it did win Best Costume Design, Best Original Score, and Best Production Design. It was also nominated for Best Original Song for All the Stars and Best Sound Editing and Best Sound Mixing. Man, the the last few movies, this phase in general, has been very good for soundtracks. Hell yeah, it has. This is a very good one. Yeah, yeah, lots of great licensed music. And also just like the score. It's very, mm-hmm. it's very iconic. You hear those drums, you hear those vocals, and you're like, yep, Wakanda. Fucking yep. Black Panther shit. Hell yeah. Fully sick bro now let's talk about the plot of the movie this comes from marvel cinematic universe.fandom.com slash wiki slash black underscore panther underscore in brackets film pay us you fucks (laughs) (laughs) centuries ago as five african tribes wore over a meteorite made up of the alien metal vibranium, a warrior shaman, Bashenga, ingests a heart-shaped herb affected by the metal and gains superhuman abilities. Becoming the first Black Panther, he unites all tribes except the Jabari tribe and forms the nation of Wakanda. As time passes, the Wakandans use the vibranium to develop highly advanced technology while simultaneously isolating themselves from the rest of the world and posing as a third world country. In 1992, King T'Chaka visits his brother Njobu, who is working undercover in Oakland, California. T'Chaka accuses Njobu of assisting black market arms dealer Ulysses Claw in stealing vibranium from Wakanda. 
Njobu's partner reveals he is Zuri, another undercover Wakandan, and confirms T'Chaka's suspicions. Yes, uh, this is a very flashback-heavy intro. Yeah, it is. Uh, flashback like, followed by go, a flashback. We go way far back to start with. Although, look, I, I like a good... Uh, I, I don't want to call it a creation myth because it's not quite that far back, but like an no. origin myth kind of yes. thing. Yeah, I like that sort of stuff. And the way it's shown with the uh, animation, the like grainy sort of texture to it all. It's cool. I like that. I like the the whole sand thing yeah. they have in this movie, like how the they use um, it for their holograms and yeah, yeah, yeah. That that stuff's all cool. I, was there any of that in the second movie? I don't remember seeing any of that. I don't believe there was because, like, in this one, you've got like the little uh, radar display, and you've got their little communicators. Yeah, the little what? The I, we'll get to that in a second, but the. Uh-huh. I'll talk about that. Um, yes. Firstly, let me say, um, yes. uh, really cool cold open. I like both of these things. Yep. These these two undercover Wakandan men do have really good African-American accents. I will say yeah. that. <laughs> you, like, you don't pick them as uh, full-on African until they drop the, the, the accent. The accent, yeah. Uh, it's very... Uh, I like this... Uh, this young Forrest Whitaker mm-hmm. actor. I don't know what yeah. his name is, but like as soon as he drops the accent and he like pulls the lip down to show the tattoo, mm-hmm. uh, I 100% buy him as young Forrest Whitaker. For sure. They give him the eye and everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, and like I didn't notice sure the know. eye beforehand. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, uh, we get the line, uh, we got these Grace Jones looking chicks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very so that's what I mean. Like, there's a really good African American. Uh, yeah, and this whole thing's cool. You get yep. like a sick lights out entrance for the yep. really, really sick retro Black Panther. Yeah, <laughs> that outfit is cool. We've said before that there are a few things cooler than a, a superhero outfit with uh, not necessarily casual clothes, but loose clothes over the top. Yeah, and this is that. It's fucking cool. Mm-hmm. It is, yeah. Really like this intro, uh, and it doesn't give. There's, there's more to it later. Like it, it's, it, it fills yeah, you it, in it, on. It, it, gives, it, it gives you some setup, but it yeah. doesn't. You know, it doesn't bore you with exposition, and it doesn't. Mm-hmm. It leaves some things hanging for later. Yeah, some big revelations. Good stuff. And then I had forgotten that the Disney Plus version had updated the logo. Yeah, the fanfare. I had also forgotten. Yeah, so we get the on Disney Plus they have a whole Chadwick Boseman logo. Yep, all your little intercut bits of Avengers footage yep. is now just Black Panther and Chadwick Boseman, and mm-hmm. instead of going red, we go purple. Yeah, it's nice. So it is classy. It is good. And that's about that's about the intro. Yeah, because then we get white on black Wakandan to English place cards. Mm-hmm. In the present day, T'Challa returns to Wakanda to assume the throne after one week following T'Chaka's death at the hands of Helmut Zemo after working with Okoye, the leader of the Dora Milaje, to extract his ex-lover Nakia from an undercover assignment in Nigeria's Sambisa Forest. He reunites with his mother, Queen Ramonda, and sister princess Shuri. 
Uh, yes. All right. So we're, well, we're, this is where we have sick tactile particle hologram shit. Yes. Yeah. He's, pe- like, he's like picks he up picks the up car. the little jeep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how this tech rad. works, but <laughs> I want it. It sure is cool. Okay, it's the fucking coolest. Look, Afrofuturism is fucking rad. Mm-hmm. If this is what the black future looks like, give it to me now. It's very cool. Uh, I love uh, Okoye here uh, being like, she's like going to help him do it. And he's like, no, nah, I don't need you. And she's like, mm-hmm. yeah, whatever you say. Puts yeah, speed back. Like, kind of being playful about it. Yeah. Um, I like that the dog barks at the cat. <laughs> <laughs> okay sure it yeah. makes me laugh that's the thing that happens yeah yeah um and yeah the way he freezes up with uh nakia and just the mm. delirium of high <laughs> the high is good i gotta say i don't like a lot of the comedy in the first half of this movie it's um, uh it's, it's a okay bit on the nose i don't know i don't hate it but like it's not we're, we're following up from Thor Ragnarok and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Mm-hmm. Which arguably are two of the funniest films in this entire franchise. Yeah. So this this movie is better when it's not telling trying to tell jokes. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fair. I'd agree with that. Uh, uh but anyway, yeah, this um this uh, I also have issues with this first sort of fight scene because it's it's dark. It's weirdly cut. It's with it's weirdly well, cut. It's also very dark. It's very dark, except for the muzzle flashes of the guns, which make it very difficult to watch. <laughs> right. So yeah. like you're you're like really struggling to see anything, and then the guns go off, and you're like, oh my eyes. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, I can't see anything. Yeah. But Okoye uh... gets to be the fucking coolest by straight up murdering dudes. Well, yeah. She is a badass. She sure is, goddamn. Um it's a decent fight scene. It's just a bit dark. It's fine. It's not the worst edited. It's no, just yeah. It's got that uh, Incredible Hulk one problem, as opposed to Incredible Hulk two, yes. which doesn't exist. Right. Yes. Uh, but hey, following that, we do get some nice, like, sweeping African landscapes into full-on Afrofuturism city. I love the like uh, the naturalistic Wakanda, like how all the buildings they like look like they're a part of the environment. Yeah, and the trees are all growing uh, on top. It's really cool. Yeah, like it, it feels very you know futuristic, but also not like it's very in touch with its its like culture and heritage. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a very cool looking place. It is. The Dora Milaje were cast from a pool of actresses, stuntwomen, and Broadway dancers so that each individual Dora could have specialized skills that they brought to the table. The process of finding these women was so long and difficult that people in the casting department humorously dubbed the search Finding Dora. Mwah, mwah. <laughs> Are these the people that wrote the jokes? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's back. <laughs> he's back. I didn't play it last week. Surprisingly. I also don't know when to play this, so I'll just play it now. It's my birthday! <laughs> there we go. I mean, Ben was as good as any totally. It had to. It's <laughs> it had to. Uh, um Yeah, get- no, like uh the the Melage are real cool, but mm-hmm. I can't say that I 
noticed any of them doing anything particularly cool singularly. No. Well, except so, for Okoye. Uh, yeah, they all... Okoye gets to be like a character. Yeah, the rest of them just kind of stand around most of the time. Yeah. Like, some some do get expanded roles later. Mm. Um, one in particular in uh, Falcon and the Wood Soldier, and another one who I think is actually a new one in uh, Wakanda Forever. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I'm not sure that the extensive casting search was worth it. Probably not. Uh, I mean, they do... They do. They do, they do really. Right. They do really good, like for the roles that they're in, and they they serve their purpose. But yeah, I don't know that having them have unique skills really paid off because I couldn't tell you what the difference was between any of them. <laughs> right. I don't know. I don't know. There is that yeah, one who Hollywood dies real man. good. Yeah, sure. Uh, dies a bloodless death. <laughs> a bloodless. Yep. <laughs> That's. I'm glad you also noticed that. That's it's just. Awkwardly bloodless, considering it was with neck a slit very sharp implement. There's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. That, hey, man, those uh, vibranium weapons, they're, they're fucking wild. Maybe they're like lightsabers and they cauterize the wounds. Sure. <laughs> I'm just making shit up. Uh, yes. yes, we get uh, uh, T'Challa uh, meeting up with... Uh, Queen Ramonda and Shuri, and we get a nice little uh, sibling uh, middle finger. Yeah, I do like the sibling relationship. It feels very real. Mm-hmm. It does. Uh, now, y- you mentioned that the comedy, especially in the first half, doesn't really land for you. Mm-hmm. A lot of the comedy is coming from Shuri specifically. Is it that stuff, or is it just all of it? I don't like the... F- the freezing thing that just seems forced and I don't like, uh, uh the middle finger is good. I like the middle finger. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't like the, what are those? Uh-huh. Uh, that's just. Yeah. Uh, that was a weird <laughs> meme thing, but also she's a teen. So I guess it makes sense. I guess. Even smart teens are dumbass teens. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Um, yeah, no, I don't know. There's a, there's a lot of, jokes early on yeah i just just don't i I, I do agree i don't think this movie is meant to be your usual like super light-hearted marvel comedy action deal well yeah but then but then just don't make jokes exactly no (laughs) i i agree like it's at its best when it's not trying to be funny right yeah it is like um you know about the halfway point Mm-hmm. When it gets more serious. When shit gets real, real When shit grim. gets real and there's not a whole lot of jokes, this movie's fucking great. And then when the when there are jokes in that second half, they are quite good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that happens. Anyway, later at the ceremony, to formally induct him as the king, T'Challa drinks a liquid that removes his enhanced strength and formally invites anyone to challenge his claim as king in ritual combat. The challenge. Sorry, just- in what? Ritual combat? In ritual combat. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I I didn't roll my R. You really got to. The challenger to step forward is Mbaku, the (laughs) the leader of the mountain-dwelling Jabari tribe who claims that T'Challa is not worthy of being king. The two engage in ritual ritual combat, and even without his strength, T'Challa manages to best him and spares his life. T'Challa is crowned the new king and drinks a fluid derived from the heart-shaped 
herb as what? his body digests the herb. T'Challa what? goes into a deep sleep where he visits the ancestral plane and reunites with a vision of his, of his father who advises him he is a good man but also warns him that he has hard times ahead and should surround himself with people he trusts. With this, T'Challa wakes up from his dream. Yes. So the synopsis is doing that thing where it's jumping around a little. I know because I've got because <laughs> I've I've got the mention of the robbery here. Yeah, we got it. some villain shit in between this, but we can we can come back. We'll circle back. Yeah. Um. Welcome to green screenville. Population: everybody in Wakanda. Yeah. Look, the badly green screen cliff people are bad. <laughs> I don't <laughs> love a cool, this. It's a cool scene. looking look. It's a cool looking location. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that green screen is distracting. Yes, cardboard um, people on the cliff. Yeah, They're it's it's some real fun. like background Gran Turismo audience <laughs> shit, right? Um, What's uh seven? Forza yeah, six? yeah, one of those where you can see the fucking doubles of people. Yeah, and they're like for some reason they're standing around. They got their like they all look like they're having a shit day. Yeah, and all their None animations are, are synced. Yeah. So you see, like, three people doing the same motion at the same time, about five <laughs> meters apart. Right. Um, yeah, so that's distracting. I don't mind the fight scene. It's not the best, but it's... I eh. I like that it kind of has a weight to it. It feels yeah. like a, kind of a real fight. It's not Mbaku like a movie, looks a like he hits like fight. a fucking truck. Yeah. I will say, has Winston Duke gotten more jacked since this movie? I feel like he's bigger in... Wakanda in, forever. I, I would agree with that. I think he looks bigger in, in even in Infinity War, I think he looks bigger. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he, which is funny because like out. he went from this to us yeah. and then to Infinity War and he doesn't mm. look that big in us. No. So I, I do wonder what like the filming timeline is on all that. I don't know. But uh, yeah, he walked out in this and I was like, he looks way yeah, he's yeah. very, he's very it's... like, uh, I don't want to say slim, but he's very, he's lean, is what yeah. he is. Yeah. Um, he's also maybe the best thing in this movie. Uh, he's really good. He's very fucking good. Like the yeah. way he pronounces words, the glory way he, the way... <laughs> glory, yeah, glory which I didn't, I didn't get uh, as a sound thing, but I, I love that line. The way he says, although it. we will not have it. <laughs> yeah. He's. Ah, oh, he's just so good. The man is like raw charisma in this yeah, role. He's, yeah, he's really good. Uh, and yeah, he's a great presence. I love his like costume and all the details with the Jabari tribe. All that shit is fucking great. That mm-hmm. entrance with the chanting is yes. fucking sick. Yeah. All of them are great. Jabari's great. <laughs> the Jabari are fucking amazing. Uh, um, but yeah, this this whole scene visually is really flat. Yeah, uh, but but the the fight, like I said, is just fine. Like it, 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 like I said, it feels like a real fight, not like a Hollywood fake fight. Which which makes yeah, there's it, a lot of like grappling. Yeah. There's a yeah. lot of messy, like scrappy shit going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Forrest Whitaker rolling the fuck out of those R's. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I didn't notice honestly. But oh man, he he goes wild on them. Um, uh, yeah, I've got a note here. Here comes the hero of the film, Mbaku. <laughs> yeah. He's Greatest very hero. Oh, and, uh, yeah, Hanuman, uh, 
Hindu god with a monkey face is mm-hmm. a reference to M'Baku's comic counterpart, which, thank fuck, no one utters the word man-ape in this film. <laughs> Do they not say no, it? Someone, someone calls him Great Gorilla. Oh, okay. I don't believe the words man-ape are ever said because that would it's be an good. optics nightmare. <laughs> That's probably good, yeah. Uh, they get the six ceremonial masks. I love all mm-hmm. this, like, old, ancient cultural references to the panther and mm-hmm. the I gorilla. Love, I love all the different tribes having their own look and... Um, their own colors and shit, yep. Yeah, and they have their own chants and... Yeah, yeah. Uh, I will say, like, as flat as a lot of the scene looks, mm-hmm. the costumes and stuff are outstanding. Fuck yeah. Uh, that is a constant throughout this film. All Everyone looks amazing all the time when they aren't yeah. weird CG or green screen flip people. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> but yeah, we've we got to have our, like, uh, our dramatic fights at the drama waterfall. It needs <laughs> to be there. The one later on looks a lot better visually. Yes. Which I could be a lighting thing. I I do think it's a time of day thing. Yeah. Because this is like m- midday. The sun's beating down. And uh, the one later is uh, you know, uh, sunset. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, you know, it's uh, it's an all right fight scene. We get, a, I think, I think it's good if only because we get some quick characterization for M'Baku without lingering on him for too long. Mm-hmm. Like, He's a tough guy, he's kind of a jerk, he's determined, he's stubborn, but he's a good leader, he cares about his people, he knows that, you know, dying for honour is dumb when you've got people to look after. Yes. Uh, And, yeah, lots of cool world building stuff, from, like, this whole ceremony to um, T'Challa drinking the herb and going to the ancestral plane, all of this is very, very cool, very detailed. Question! Yes. Is the ancestral plane real or a hallucination? Yes. <sighs> All right. <laughs> no, I want. I want to say real. I want to say real, you just because. Well, we've seen three people have these hallucinations, and mm. I, they've all. I don't know, man. Like, they're real enough for the sense of the narrative, you know. <laughs> Oh, I mean, uh, to to the characters themselves, they're real. They all they all serve their purpose exactly how they need sure. to. Um, yeah, I guess so because there's like continuity between hallucinations. Like, is that a thing that hallucinations have? Would you hallucinate continuity between those? Because when no, T'Challa no. has one mm-hmm. early on in the film, and he talks to his father, and he has like those yeah. nice little parting moments with him, he comes mm-hmm. back to him later, and like totally gets up in his face and there's like it's like mm. they're continuing a conversation i'm the uh, yeah i suppose and he's he's pretty out of it at that point he doesn't know what's going on yeah he he'd be hallucinating anyway yeah hmm okay all right I, ancestral I be, plan is real i would says be happy Stark to stank well and we know that uh, bast is real we've seen her in a movie yes there well, we go. will see her in a movie in the future. <clears throat> yes, at some point. Uh, now we go back to the plot. At the same time, Claw and his associate Eric Stevens steal a vibranium artifact from the Museum of Great Britain. When Wakanda hears of Claw's actions, T'Challa's friend and Okoye's lover, Wakabi, 
who lost his parents as a result of the dealer's actions, urges the young monarch to bring him to justice. T'Challa, Okoye, and Nakia plan to intercept Claw at an underground casino in Busan, where he will be selling a stolen artifact to an unknown buyer. The plan, however, goes wrong when T'Challa discovers the buyer is CIA agent Everett Ross. As a result, the Dora Milaje are forced to sabotage the operation, inciting a shootout. Uh, yes. Uh, I might as well just read the next one. When Claw attempts to escape, T'Challa, Ross, Shuri, Nakia, and Okoye intercept him in a car chase across the city. Claw ultimately crashes, and T'Challa comes close to killing him, but after watching civilians filming him, he's he is a force to decide against it and hands him into the custody of the CIA. The next day, while being interrogated, Claw is rescued by Stevens. Rather than pursue Claw, T'Challa decides to take Ross, who has been severely injured while protecting Nakia, to Wakanda, where Shuri can use the nation's advanced technology to save him. I won't lie, every time you've said Stevens in this synopsis, my brain is checked out, because I'm like, who the fuck? That's the most boring <laughs> motherfucker I've ever heard Eric of. Stevens! Now, granted, Killmonger's a dumb name. Yeah, well, yeah. But <laughs> it's better than Eric it's Stevens. It's a better bad guy name than Eric Stevens. <laughs> Um, so uh, firstly, kills. so we go on, we go, we, yeah, we need to go back and then we need to catch up again. So, okay, so the, the robbery scene, bad guy cool. casually announces his robbery, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's really fucking good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This whole scene is really good. The, the conversation about colonialism and, uh, how all the artifacts are stolen anyway. Stealing from uh, museums is a victimless s- crime. So fucking good. And, um, yeah, like uh, Killmonger's uh, b- badass, and Claw <laughs> is just a bum. He's kind of dumb, but also really he's, good at his job, I guess. He's like a weird bumbling genius. Like, yeah, he's a criminal mastermind who <laughs> loves having fun with it to the point where he's kind of a dumb shit. Right. Yeah. Like Andy Serkis is hilarious in the role. Claw's mm-hmm. like this weird devious criminal mind. The way he gets that one guard to run away, he's like, no, no, you can go. And then he shoots him in the back as he's yeah. running. Yeah. And so then uh, Stevens like asks him, it's like, why, why don't you just shoot him here? It's like, well, you, you need it spread out, make us look like amateurs. Amateurs, yeah. Yeah, that's very good. And he's just having so much fun with it. I will say, uh, it only just struck me today that Claw had that name before he had his arm ripped off. Well, yeah, because it's, it's spelt K-L-A-U-E. Well, yeah, but it's still... It's still claw. Yeah, but it's it's more like claw. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, all right then. Claw. Anyway, uh, he's got a weird, creepy, uncanny valley arm. Yeah, it is creepy. It's really. There's a couple of points where he, he it becomes the focus of the scene, and I hate mm. it. <laughs> yeah, there's a close up when he puts it on the glass, and it's yeah, like... and it splits open, kind of. Ugh. Yeah, it's very rubbery looking. Don't like it. Um. Oh, yeah, low-key hip-hop villain vibes. The, every time something villainous and dastardly is happen, happening, mm-hmm. the score changes to straight-up, like, hip-hop beats, and it's fucking yes. sick. Yep. You just find yourself grooving in your seat, like, oh, I didn't, I didn't mean to be doing this today, but I guess we are. Is Wakanda a capitalist society or a socialist society? Hmm. I would say... Well... They do trade stuff. They have the merchant tribe, right? So I guess capitalist in some sense. I mean, they would have, obviously they have money. Yeah. But is the money 
uh, something given out to everyone from the government. Hmm. Well, Wakanda seems like a kind of paradise, so I want to say socialist. Yes. <laughs> it seems I that way to me. I want to say socialist. Yeah, look, it would be wild if it was anything but, but they don't really go into it, so it's hard no. to say. Interesting. Yeah, definitely something to think about. <laughs> sure. <laughs> as, well, as I watch the movie and they're in the markets, I'm like, this seems seems like a great place to live. Maybe just kind of work on the barter system. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Um, I love that mask that he steals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, cool. I like that he's just like, no, I, I'm just feeling it. I just I just like it. Yeah. I just want it. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to like a thing. Uh, why are the wrist holograms the cleanest holograms in the MCU? Because Wakanda's got that good tech. But even like the bigger holograms aren't as aren't as good as the little wrist ones. Well, because if you uh, if you make it too big, the, the resolution goes. Oh, that's what down. it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just like a lower resolution but blown up. Right. You know? That's what it is. They're all using the same amount of sand. Well, you'd think that the, they think that the yeah. Well, you think well the wouldn't then the lo- the lower res would be worse because the, the grains are bigger. I don't know how sand or holograms work. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I've conned you all. My degree in sand and holograms,ography is fake. Uh, no holo sand. Uh, <sighs> Academy uh, award for you. What the fuck was that? <laughs> what a word. Stroke. Oh my god. <sighs> anyway, uh, they. Uh, Shuri gives him shit. Yeah, well, uh, there is something I wanted to... um, over this whole thing. Yeah, there's a couple of things that I I forgot to mention because we're jumping around a bit. Mm. Um, There's something that uh, T'Chaka says to T'Challa in the Ancestral Plane, which is Mm. basically, surround yourself with people you trust. That is some good advice, but the people he trusts in this movie fuck him over pretty hard. Yeah, that is true. Uh, even the the really cool ones. Yeah. Yeah. Just because it's their job. Yeah. It's fucked up. Which, hey, that's what you get being a lawful good person. Yeah. The law's the law. Uh-huh. Um, nationalists suck no matter which nation. Wakabi. <laughs> yep. Um... <laughs> Wait, Wakanda has at least two gargantuan panther statues that we know of. They've mm-hmm. got the one on top of the Vibranian mine. Yep. And then they've got the one that's like that the cryo lab that Bucky is in is overlooking. Because mm-hmm. that one's not on a cliff. That's just in the middle of a forest. <laughs> so <laughs> they have at I least two know, giant panther statues. <laughs> These are just things I'm bringing up. They, they, <laughs> they have no real... I'm not complaining. I'm not... This is just a thing. I have some um, Simpsons level trivia for you. Oh, please. A horse was used for the rhino shots. They have the same gait as a rhino, so their hips move similarly. Rhinos don't look like rhinos on film. You gotta use horses. <laughs> what do you do when you need a horse? Just tape a few cats together. <laughs> oh, Jiminy Jillikas. <laughs> oh, that's uh, so good. I, I yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I saw that in the trivia. I was like, yeah, that's, I gotta mention that one. Does that mean that scene where Black Panther's tackling a rhino 
Chadwick Boseman's actually tackling a horse. <laughs> just riding on the side of a horse. Yep. He's just giving it a big hug. <laughs> uh, T'Challa gets to be a little bit Bond with his own cue, except his cue's a yeah, exactly. teenage sister. Uh-huh. Yeah, I like this scene. Again, some of the jokes don't hit, but I like the scene overall. What are those? I like... What are those? And uh, the Is that a Back shoes? to the Future shoe reference in there? Oh, oh you're right, yeah. She, she mentions the the movie that the father used to watched. Watch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I just realized what they were actually talking about because I, I had no idea what that was when I watched it today. But yes, you're right. That would be yeah, what they were I, talking about. I've never picked up on it before the other day when I watched it for this. I'm like, mm-hmm. hang the fuck on. This is the only movie, like, the only movie I can think of with shoes in any sort of capacity shoes. like this yeah. is Back to the Future. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, and also the shoes, they have, like, Wakandan um, words on them. Oh, cool. And cool. Uh, if you uh, translate them, they say, Air to Chaka. Ha! Oh, that's pretty funny. Um, I would have laughed if they had said something dumber like left and right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that would also be good. (laughs) Oh, speaking of, uh, the the Wakandan script is very cool. Yeah, it is. Um, It's shown up a couple of times on some, like, time and place cards. Setting cards, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, it's really nice. Uh... I do like the ending to the scene being delete that footage. That was, <laughs> that was pretty good. Uh, how, how do you feel about the nanotech suits? Oh, I love the nanotech suits. They're pretty yeah. cool. Big fan. Uh, I like the necklace housing device. Yeah. So much it's more stylish cool. than anything Stark's got going on. Hell yeah, it is. Although he, his, his does glow. Oh, I'm going to wear a dumb thing on my chest. Cool. <laughs> I'm going to have surgery to put this in my body. But but then he gets that taken out and then he just wears a dumb thing on his chest. But how is it? What, what, did you just use fucking 3M tape? What? How does it stay there? Bitch, I don't know. I assumed it was part of the clothes. It just clips on. Yeah, I guess. Anyway. Uh, Seems like the kind of guy who could make a, a skin magnet. A skin magnet. <laughs> How do magnets work? Someone call ICP. <laughs> yeah, he just, just he cuts I need, his chest open, sticks a magnet underneath, and then yes, exactly. Thing on top. Great. We've Sounds sold it. Great. Uh, I love Okoye with the wig. The whole wig thing. Yes, the wig Very is good. good. We had Stan the Gambler. <laughs> Stan the Gambler. Yeah. A good I'll cameo. just hold on to these. <laughs> yeah. For safekeeping. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, Babysitter Okoye as the two are on their weird little, like, um, espionage date, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then uh, Everett Ross. Yeah. Is he? Uh-huh. Shows up. He does so a lot the more in this movie in than he Lamar. does in Wakanda Forever. Yes, he does. He does do a lot more in this movie. You're right. Mm-hmm. And... Out of the three movies he's in, this is the one he's most active in. Yes. Uh, I love the little conversation between him and Claw and the uh, sound, SoundCloud link. I'll send you the SoundCloud link if you like. 
Yeah, because <laughs> for his, his music. whole thing is just like you you're coming in with your whole band where you releasing you releasing an album. Because in <laughs> fairness, Claw comes into this club with like the entirety of Slipknot backing him up. <laughs> right. Everyone's here. Yeah. Including someone uh, I think Okoye refers to as Greased Lightning, although that might be a CIA agent now that I think about it. Yes. Um, yeah. Was it uh, David? Get the SoundCloud link. Yeah. Uh, and then we get a really good uh, Wanna fight. I love yeah. a good Wanna, and I love a good Wanna fight. This is a yeah, good. Yeah, there's one. some cool shit going on in this. Um, yeah, lots of uh, verticality, jumping from the top spinning. floor to the bottom floor, and then back to the top floor. Okoye straight up murking a couple of guys. Yeah. Like, she jumps off that balcony and spears a dude in the back. Mm -hmm. She, like, throws a wig at someone. Hell yeah. Uh, That's very good. Uh, I love that Claw's uh, very um, secure way of transporting the vibranium is a brown paper bag with fragile scribbled on it. Yes. The most indestructible metal in the world that he's written fragile on a brown paper bag. (laughs) Yeah. And he keeps it right next to his dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a character. Mm-hmm. Truly, uh, Claw is an understated villain. He's very good. And then we get one of the rare things, according to you, in the MCU, and that's a car chase. And I mean pure car chases. There's only five that I can count. Sure. Up th- to this I- day. I think a chase is a chase. Whether sure, it's in a car, it's a car or if it's in a fucking uh it's my birthday. Yeah, see that's shit. That's a that's know? a dogfight. It's still a chase. Yeah, sure, but it's not a car chase. Oh god. Anyway. They don't even have cars on Sakar. It's a Sakar chase. Oh yes! god. <laughs> yes! Oh man. You could like hear the gears turning in my brain. <laughs> Uh, this car chase is very good. Yes, there's a lot of fun stuff here because you've got the dual aspects of Nakia and Okoye in the actual car doing the car chase. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then you've got Panther Sh- surfing a car that Shuri is driving remotely. Yep. Which is fucking cool. There's a bit where she runs over a dude and she's like, what was that? <laughs> she was like, no, it's fine. Don't worry. You're doing great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love the bit where Okoye uh, fucking throws the spear through the window and then it yes. lands and then the car it stops Just the car. stops dead. Oh, it's so good. It's very, very good. Those spears are strong. Yeah. Um, well, I like but... uh, Panther like jumping on the side of the car, digging his claws into the ground to like help turn it. Mm-hmm. That's uh, yep. some cool shit. Yeah, really good moments and then we get the there's, there's a bit where Claw like shoots the car that Nakia and Okoye are in. Yes. And he, like, hangs right the fuck out of that window. He's, like, hanging on by the back of his knees. <laughs> right. You it's gotta get a good so shot. It's so weird. You need a good but, shot. But, like, he's, he's, like, right out there. He's... He, any lower and his head would be hitting the road. <laughs> and he gets a good shot, too. That whole fucking car disintegrates. Yeah, and Okoye goes flipping, and somehow the driver's seat <laughs> stays intact. Yes, and, the, uh, and yeah, Okoye is uh, like surfing on the door. Yeah, uh, yeah. Nikki's cool. got a sad little driver's seat slide. She's <laughs> yeah, still she, holding the wheel. Doesn't try to get out or anything. She just sits in it and it slides. 
Very She's funny. fine. This is just another day for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, Claw gets disarmed. He does get disarmed. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> He's also a good actor. <laughs> he is. He's like, oh, king, king, mercy. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this is this is all very good, and then uh, he gets captured, and uh, we get... <laughs> I can see you. I can see you. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. <laughs> no more. <laughs> <laughs> Who wouldn't want to listen to his SoundCloud after hearing that rendition? Yeah, of I'll what pay- is love. I'll pay good money for a for an album full of covers sung by Andy Serkis as Claw. Yeah, I'll send you the SoundCloud link if you like. Please do. <laughs> uh, yes, this is all fun, all fun and games until Claw gets broken out. And, Wait, what? Uh, he gets broken out of jail. Out of, I, out I misheard you. I thought you said Thor. I'm like that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> that's not this movie at all. Claw gets yeah, broken okay. out. Even and, had some uh, fun and games because uh, fucking Michael B. Jordan's there and his Vegeta cosplay, the big fucking yes. weeb. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's so yeah. good looking, though. It's such a cool outfit with the mask it's... in there. Oh, mm-hmm. oh it's good. And uh, Everett Ross gets shot. Yay! And they stick a bead in his wound. Oh, it's uncomfortable. I don't he like seeing it. Goes to sleep. He has a nap. <laughs> go to sleep. Go to sleep. Yes. Um... <laughs> I fucking love how offended Okoye looks when uh, Ross sort of just taps T'Challa. Yep. It gives him a bit of a tap and she's just like, no, he did not. This <laughs> motherfucker right here. <laughs> yes. Okoye is good at her job. Yeah. Maybe a little t- too good. She, she's definitely so. dedicated to the throne. Yes. Very good. And now let's... Uh, hang on. Oh, yeah. Okay. So Shuri's going to heal him. So that means that I now have to play. Great. Another broken white boy for us to fix. This is going to be fun. <laughs> she loves this fixing going... broken white boys. It's going to be fun. Make it's a whole day of fun. it. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. That's all it takes. We'll grab some beers. Wait, she's like 16. She can't drink. Oh, is she? Oh, okay. I think so. I would assume so. The way she talks. Hits me as like a 16 year old because I don't understand yes. half the things she's saying. And I'm not sure if that's because she's a genius or because she's a teen. I don't get the what are those reference. I know that was a meme, but I don't know. I, I've never seen the original, the source. The source. Uh, all right. So while Shuri heals Ross, T'Challa confronts Zuri about Njobu. Zuri explains that Njobu planned to share Wakanda's technology with people of African descent around the world to help them conquer their oppressors. As T'Chaka arrested Njobu, Njobu attacked Zuri, forcing T'Chaka to kill him. T'Chaka ordered Zuri to lie that Njobu had disappeared and left behind Njobu's American son, Eric. In order to maintain the lie, Eric became a U.S. black ops soldier, adopting the name Killmonger. Great. Good job. <laughs> Good Fracking job. Good choice. I'm sure there was no better options. I love a good Sins of the Father story. Who doesn't? It's good shit. I, look, I did my absolute best to not write the phrase Sins of the Father in my notes, and I didn't. <laughs> but every time I went to write something about it, I'm like, just don't write Sins of the Father. Just write don't. it. Just, <laughs> just don't. do it. <laughs> um, 
it is. Uh, yeah, I love this stuff. This is a really good scene. This is where the movie gets more serious and therefore better. <laughs> yes, correct. Uh, yeah, fucking great scene between T'Challa and Zuri. And uh, yeah, we find out uh, the, find out what happened. And- There's also a really annoying scene between T'Challa and Wakabi, which shits me every time I watch it, where Wakabi's like, your father did nothing, you're more of the same. Like, right. bitch, he went to fucking <laughs> Korea to get this motherfucker. I thought the same thing. I was like, fucking T'Challa, just fucking talk to the guy, what, chase after it, fuck it, I don't know, like, fucking talk to him more. Him. <laughs> Say more words at him, but he's just don't like, even have to just say lets anything, him just walk away. Because he's being an impertinent little bitch. <laughs> what do you mean he did nothing? I went halfway across the wall to apprehend that guy. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, his black ops buddy busted him out of CIA holding. You did nothing. Useless. A guy got bitch. shot. <laughs> God, you did nothing. Okoye stabbed multiple people. Nothing. Hey, um, uh, I, this is something that I forgot to bring up. Mm-hmm. Uh, during the uh, black market, uh, I guess, underground casino scene, why does T'Challa let Claw shoot his laser hand? <laughs> I don't know. He winds it up for a long time. Like, he gets right. his hands up like he's surrendering, and then he, like, very obviously splits his hand apart and bends it down to shoot. Was right. was T'Challa just grossed out? He's like, oh, God, I can't do Ah, don't make me look at it. <laughs> Ew. Oh, no, ick. put it away. <laughs> just throw it up in the claw. <laughs> 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 claw just walks out like, oh, that was easy. <laughs> Didn't even have to shoot him. Uh, goodness gracious. Hey, uh, maybe maybe Uncle might be onto something regarding the horrors of racial inequality. Introducing guns into the mix maybe not great, but right. like I'm not in I'm not in a position to tell him no. <laughs> right. Uh yeah, this 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 whole scene very good, good acting from everyone, good reveal. Yep, yep. Love very some familial thing. drama. Yeah, as we know, as we all know by now. Yep. Look, I think Love this is some of the best familial drama. drama, and half the family's already dead. <laughs> right. Yep. Very good. Um. So. What do we got here? Oh, yeah, so that's just... That's that scene. All right. Yes. Meanwhile, Killmonger kills Claw and takes his body to Wakanda, <laughs> revealing... That's it. That's the whole... That's the whole scene. Uh, and revealing, his girlfriend. And, uh, yeah, no, don't worry about her. <laughs> just Claw. And some other bitch, I guess. Uh, whatever. Revealing his identity before the tribal elders and challenging T'Challa for the throne in ritual combat. Deciding Killmonger has a legitimate claim, the ritual combat begins with T'Challa relinquishing his powers once again. After killing Zuri, he defeats T'Challa and hurls him over a waterfall where he is presumed dead. After ingesting the heart-shaped herb to (laughs) gain the powers of the Black Panther, Killmonger orders the rest incinerated, but Nakia manages to steal one. Killmonger, supported by Wakabi and his army, enacts his father's plan, preparing shipments of Wakandan weapons to be destroyed distributed to Wakandan operatives around the world, that of which includes New York City, London, and Hong Kong. Yes. Yes. So. Uh, we... That was a lot smushed into a little bit <clears throat> of synopsis. Yes. Man, it's a good thing Killmonger ran into the one dude with a massive murder boner for Claw. <laughs> right, yeah. Very convenient. Uh, Claw goes out as he lived. A uh, little Laughing. bitch. Little bitch. 
He I don't know. He's away. laughing to the very end. Ah, he's running away. He's hiding. He gets shot. But like uh, as he's as he's facing down the final shot, he's just like, "Oh, yep, no, this makes sense." And he's kind of laughing to himself, like the fucking weirdo that he is. Sure. It's, it's <laughs> yeah, like that. No, um, more like the <laughs> other one. Yeah, like that. <laughs> God, that would have killed that scene. <laughs> it would be great. <laughs> so. Killmonger so far mm. is uh, we we don't like know his motives up until this point, right? Um, and it's only now that we get like the sins of the father whole revenge mm. layer to it. Yeah, but uh, the 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 racial inequality layer hasn't really. I mean, it's been there. Yeah, and it will be there. Uh, it will be pushed to the forefront when he sort of becomes king. And for that, he's somewhat, like, agreeable as a villain. Like, yeah, you know what? You might be onto something, Killmonger. But he does murder the shit out of his girlfriend for literally no reason. <laughs> yeah, he's just... Uh, it's shit like that that's like, oh, you're like, like 99% of the way to a perfect villain, then you do something dumb like that. Like, fuck, mm-hmm. why'd you... Why'd you... Why you gotta make him like that? Yeah. Uh, he just doesn't give a shit, obviously. No, look, revenge, revenge is very important. Mm-hmm. Paternal revenge, specifically. Yeah. Uh, there's a, the, we get a, a terrible Ragnarok-style shot of Nakia and T'Challa sitting on a mountain. Uh, one of those behind-the-back shots where they're looking at No, no, it's a totally real mountain and totally no, real sunset. it's very much not. It's, a, it's like What? The, it's like the exact same type of shot from Ragnarok. Yeah, in fact, it's they were filmed in the same field, probably. <laughs> probably. Look, Odin's right over there, phoning it in. Uh, I can't even remember what that conversation's about between them, but <laughs> I just remember that shot. It was okay. That scene was about how uh, King T'Chaka knew about this and he lied, and he just left the boy in America. He didn't do anything to help him. He killed. Right. He killed Uncle James. Wait, Uncle James. Mm-hmm. No, Uncle James is Zuri's character. Um, he killed their uncle. Yes. And like left it as this big secret and was kind of a shitbag. Right. And then Nakia's like, you're not your father, etc. Etc. Mm. Et and so on and so forth. Look, bitch, I ain't got time for this. Ascend the throne. <laughs> uh, I love when um, Killmonger comes into the throne room and uh, T'Challa walks up to him, and he has like the little whispery conversation, and yeah, he's like, tet-a-tet. he's like trying to get him out of the room before he says anything. Don't like, make a fucking scene, I swear to God. Just get him out of here. Just, just fucking, just please, just leave and don't say anything. Don't right? cause right? a scene, you so, bitch. And then the, that one dude with the plate in his mouth, yeah, yeah. he's like, like, "Who are, are you?" you? <laughs> he's like, "I'm fucking." Yeah. He's been holding it in for so long. <laughs> He's like practicing his head the whole time. The whole <laughs> Imagine right if you fucked it up. <laughs> uh, very good. He was in Iraq. Do you know that? I was in Iraq. Iraq. I have it spelt here as I dash R A C K. I've I've just put I R A C K. Also good. Very similar. Um. So Wakabi turned on his mates super fast. Oh yeah. Like incredibly fast he was he was like 
he glued it on the identity reveal. He yeah. had a part to play when <laughs> when uh, Killmonger's doing the whole reveal and say, I'm blah, 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 son of blah, blah, blah. Yeah. He, like, walks up with the ring. Mm-hmm. Like, Killmonger didn't even have the ancestral ring on him. He gave that to Wakabi to present at an opportune moment. Right. What a dick. <laughs> God, fuck Wakabi. He's a big old douche, babe. A real piece of shit. I wonder where he is now. Um, Fighting aliens in yeah, Hollywood. I think so. Yeah, definitely moved to Hollywood for sure. But no, in, in the MCU, I'm pretty sure he gets just thrown in prison. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he'll show up again one day. I like Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah, he's cool. I like him a lot. I like this whole um, cast, actually. I, I think everyone, everyone in this movie is fucking great. Yeah, I, I'd agree with that. Um, Iraq. <laughs> Iraq, yes. Re- Revenge and social justice is a surprisingly effective mix. Uh, yep. That's those some good motives there. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know uh, what Killmonger's this movie has? A good villain? Yes, a great villain, I would yeah. say. In fact, it's yes, got one sure. good villain and one great villain. Yes. Because we sure. don't forget, we have Claw, at least up until the halfway point. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Killmonger is easily one of, like... I would say he top is Top two the to best. three villains. I uh, would I'd... say he's the best, at least at this point. At this point, absolutely. Yes. You know. Uh Vulture's a close second. Vulture is a close third. At this point. Uh at this point, yes. Yeah. Um, so we got uh is this your king? Is this mm-hmm. your king? Is th- is this, is your, this king? your king? <laughs> you don't look like much of a king. Uh yes. Uh so very good fight scene again. This one's a lot much better, better. because of the time of day. Uh, which is and great. also just in general, it feels like the stakes are higher. We know that, hey, it's the actual bad guy here. Maybe T'Challa's yeah. not winning this. Right. Uh, th- this fight is fucking brutal. Like, the way they like fucking slice each other with the, yeah, their fucking can, like, knives. Slice in the tendons behind the knee and shit. Yeah. yeah. And the, uh, like on the torso and the arms. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's brutal. Killmonger gets one across like the cheekbone. Mm-hmm. It's a no. bad time for everyone, except for those of us watching who aren't related to any of the characters. <laughs> sure. Zuri, uh, it's it's a bad time for Zuri, for sure. It's a bad time for Zuri. It's a bad time from the Queen, who has mm-hmm. a very good anguish scream when uh, Stella <laughs> is here, thrown off the cliff. That scream from Angela Bassett uh, hurts. <laughs> it's, it's a good scream. It's a very good scream. Now, uh, we need to upload that clip again, but with Ivan Vanko's... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. I'll write that down. Yeah. We got to make a spin-off YouTube channel just for the dumb memes that <laughs> should come out of this. Sure. It'll just be what you say and also that. Okay. <laughs> all right. I'll work, I'll work on it. Uh, yes. This is uh, this is all very good. This very whole fight. Very good dramatic scene. Characters. Yeah. Two characters, as far as we know at this point, die. Mm-hmm. And they're characters who we've seen from the beginning and yeah. at least in the case of one have had time to like form a connection with. And Zuri's yeah. not, like, who doesn't like Forrest Whitaker? He's great. And his, and his eye. Especially his eye. Especially his eye. His eye's great. Really his great. eye's doing all the heavy lifting. <laughs> sure. Uh, yes, this is all very good. And then um, let's see. 
think we can go back to the synopsis now. Uh, one thing I will mention, though. Yep. Uh, shirtless Michael B. Jordan. Goddamn. Also, the the ritual scarring is a cool look. Mm-hmm. Uh, Killmonger from the comics has a costume, or had a costume. Yep. But I don't think it's so, like, iconic that you really had to do anything here. So I'm glad they kind of went uh interesting with it they they did something new and different and it looks cool it does it does look like in the comics they have updated his look to make yeah. it more like he is in the comic in the movie yeah no they've added the ritual scarring to his modern day comic persona but yes his original costume was definitely not that no uh all right nakia shuri ross and t'challa's mother ramonda Flee to seek the aid of the Jabari and learn M'Baku's men are caring for the comatose T'Challa, whom they had rescued in repayment for sparing M'Baku's life. They feed the heart-shaped herb uh. put by Nakia to T'Challa, who returns to the ancestral plane again and meets the spirit of his father, who tells his son it's time to let go and join him and his ancestors. T'Challa rem- demands <laughs> sorry, to... Sorry, come on, son. It's time to die. Just <laughs> give up. Just stop. Just die. It just, you got you beat. Look. It happens to us all. <laughs> the, the important lesson is to never try. <laughs> As we all know, T'Chaka, very, very, um, just a great person all around. Charla demands to know why Eric was left as an orphan in the U.S. when he should have been brought home to his people. T'Chaka claims he did what he did for his people and Wakanda to allow them to remain in isolation, but T'Challa angrily rejects this and states that they cannot hide from the rest of the world forever. He then tells his father's spirit he will not join them but will return to stop the monster his people created from sitting on the throne. T'Challa wakes up and immediately returns to Wakanda to stop Killmonger's plans. T'Challa returns to Mount Bashanga to challenge Killmonger for the throne, who is now wearing a panther habit of his own. A panther habit. Yeah, that's a weird thing to call that. Also, no, look, if you go to the... Uh, if you go to the uh, fandom uh, page for hey the us. panther habit, you go to aliases, bulletproof mm. cat suit. Yep. I mean... There you go. That's, what, what, why not just call it that? I mean, it loses a little bit of something, but I also wouldn't call it a panther habit. I wouldn't call it a habit, no. A habit is what nuns wear. Exactly. Uh, is, is the Black Panther a nun? Have I not been paying attention? Uh, I must have missed something as well. Hmm. Uh, Back in we, the panther habit. We They've skipped over the scene with Okoye and uh, is it Nakia? Yep. Talks to. Um, yep, where Nakia uses a very poor choice of words. Uh Specifically, the word overthrow, which yeah. triggers Okoye's sense of uh, mm-hmm. lawfulness. Yes. It's like, what? No. No? I serve the throne, you some silly bitch. <laughs> Okoye is like a really great character. I love like the inner turmoil. She There's has conflict here. there. Yeah. Uh, she obviously cares about the family uh, as they are, but then also has to defend and protect the throne and whoever sits in it. So, yeah, lots of great inner turmoil from her. Uh, She's really great. So it's funny. If someone had decided to, like, say M'Baku had won earlier. Mm -hmm. Say he had taken the challenge and he had straight up murked T'Challa. Yeah. 
How would people be reacting right now? Would they be reacting the same? Would Nakia and the royal family be fucking off out the back door? Would Okoye be as conflicted? Would she just like be like, oh, I guess that's the job? I don't know. Is part of the whole drama of the situation being that Eric's come out of fucking nowhere. Oh no, he's the long lost fucking cousin of the king. Yeah, he's got a claim to the throne. Mm-hmm. And also he's a dick. God, is he a dick. <laughs> right. And then he murders our king. It probably it probably accentuates uh, their fears. It a definitely little. heightens a lot of emotions there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, our king's a dick. Shit. <laughs> we gotta oh. leave. We gotta we gotta bounce. Uh we oh we did the Oh shit, I completely forgot something because the synopsis doesn't really cover it. Um there is a little bit of uh, a conversation between Shuri and Ross mm-hmm. where Shuri calls him colonizer and it's yes. very funny. Uh but also we get Chekhov's sonic stabilizers. <laughs> sure, yes. There is absolutely no reason why a movie like this would go into depth on something like Sonic Stabilizers what are those for, light a beams? Fucking, for a fucking mining rail. Please tell me what those are. There is no way a movie like this would go into that much depth. Well, you on see, that, we unless they were going to come in handy later. Transport the vibranium. It needs so to it neutralizes it. Be neutralized. Oh, yes, that makes sense. Totally natural. <laughs> Look, it's been set up for later is all I need to say. Uh, yes, you are correct. Um, the scene with uh, Michael B. Jordan and uh, Sterling K. Brown uh, here in the when he goes to the ancestral plane or, uh-huh. you know, whatever he is saying. I don't know. Yeah, his, uh, uh, his 90s dad is doing a lot of great acting. Yes. Sterling K. Brown... Great actor, yeah. He he I is super. He's he needs to be in more shit because he's fucking great. He's in um this is us the TV show, uh-huh. uh, which is a uh, it's a sad show for sad people who want to be sad. Great, so, sign me up. Every episode ends with tears, and I'm not Fantastic. joking. Fantastic. Every episode I... ends with some sad shit, <laughs> but he's so fucking great in that show. Um. And, uh, yeah, this scene, again, shows how good he is because him and Michael B. Jordan together, this, this scene's so fucking good. Yeah, they fucking tear it up. I I like uh, that we have unique ancestral planes. It's clearly yeah. the same landscape outside with, like, the deep purple sunset, mm-hmm. sunrise, like, horizon. Uh, but the fact that uh, Eric shows up in his apartment from the 90s as a kid, and, yeah. like, this one almost has more of a flashback feel to it, Yes. Where he's almost reliving a memory to a point. Yeah, well, he starts off as, you know, the kid version of him and then well, eventually... No, he starts off as, like, the current version of him, goes and opens the secret closet, finds the Wakanda book, and then it All right, and then cuts to his dad, version. and then it cuts back to him, and then he's the kid version. Right. Yeah. Um, whereas T'Challa's is just straight up, like, it's a conversation, I saw you last week and now you're dead kind of thing. <laughs> Imagine if that was a conversation. I saw you last week, Dad, and now you're dead. Oh shit. Well it was it was it was very much a I don't know if I'm ready to go on without you kind of thing. Yes, yeah, of course. Uh but it was as if they had just seen each other. Whereas this is very much like uh almost reliving a moment from the past. Yeah. 
Very um, good. CIA operative Eric doing his best to destabilize by destroying a vital and rare resource. Good stuff. Yep. And then the world is flipped upside down, literally. The camera does a does a fucking 360 to 180. Just the 180. Just the 180. Uh, as he walks into the throne room. And yeah. It's very cool. And the hip-hop villain vibes continue. Yep. Yeah, for sure. And fuck, that outfit is very cool. Hell yeah, it is. God damn, everyone looks so good in this movie. Yeah, they do. Yeah, costumes are very, very good in this movie. Um, uh, flipping the racial balance of power in the world by overwhelming force. There's that good villain shit. Uh, I will remind you, this movie did win the Academy Award for Best Costume Design. Yeah, and rightfully so. Yeah. Well, was this also... Wait. What year did Suicide Squad come out? Was it the same year? Oh, God. Because oh, I remember that won something for makeup. Uh, yeah, it did. Academy Award winning motion picture Suicide Squad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Terrible. Uh, well, while, while you look that up. Yeah, yeah, I'll um, see what it actually won for. Gorilla Architecture. The Jabari <laughs> yes. are fucking great. <laughs> God Best damn it. Best makeup and hairstyling. Was that 2018? Was 2019? in... God. No, that was 2017. Oh, okay. Woo. Woo. I, I mean, it still shouldn't have won because oh, they were way better not. makeup. Like, the, the makeup in Suicide Squad was like fucking Killer Croc and he looked That's like just, shit. He looked like an oatmeal cookie. Yeah, exactly. You just throw some mud on... Um... Whatever her name is to make Enchantress look kind of gross. The thing looked better in the. It's true. Anyway, that's a it different is, thing. That is true. Uh, so anyway, gorilla architecture. The Jabari yes. are fucking great. All very cool. I love that one gorilla like holding up the. Th- I guess the throne room. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fucking sick. And also the interior of the throne room, very cool. Very, I guess, minimalist kind of deal going on with like the the logs and the sticks. It's yeah, it's cool. They're what out there, they're style, doing their man. own thing. They don't need Wakandans. They're just they're doing their own thing, you know, being Jabari. Um, uh, being vegetarians. Being vegetarians, yeah. Um, the fact See, that, this uh, is, these are the jokes that actually land. Yes, that's a, that was good. Uh, the fact that M'Baku doesn't take the herb says a lot about that character. Yeah, yeah there's a distinct moment of, oh, God damn it, on his face when he yeah. realizes what he has to do because it's the right thing. Yes, uh, and also, you know, he probably he wants to fucking win that shit. He doesn't want to have it given to him. You know? Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, it's not in his. Uh, it's not in his character to accept, to accept that. Right. Uh, also, super fucked that if a member of the Jabari ever needs medical help, they just choose not to go to Wakanda to get healed. Yeah, that's <laughs> not. It's not ideal. <laughs> like, you could just just go get help, but they're like, yeah, fuck them. Uh, I'll, probably more like, ooh. I'll just die. <laughs> ooh, I'm going to die. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Get away, sickness. Ooh. <laughs> no, the, 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 the gorilla ooh, is so fucking good and intimidating. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as Ross starts talking, he's like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It shuts him up. It does, yeah. Uh, there's also good. Ross being an awkward tourist during the ritual. <laughs> 
Yes. They're reviving T'Challa and Boros is like staring awkwardly, realizes that M'Baku's not looking and he's like, oh, I should also not look, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And he just kind of hugs himself. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is good. This this whole thing's good. And then, you know, he, uh, T'Challa confronts his dad. Hey, uh, that whole scene. In this version of the ancestral plane, it's the only time so far that we've Daytime. seen. Where, yeah, it's a new dawn. Yeah. I wonder if that's Ooh, significant. Well, there you go. <laughs> Significance. <laughs> there you go. Did it. I, I assume that's that's supposed to be the meaning that you're meant to get from that. I'd say so. That sounds good. Oh, <laughs> I have a note here that I could not figure out what the fuck it meant until I like read it in my head. Mm-hmm. And it's just in quotes, are you done? <laughs> I'm like, and I've written it down. Are you done? <laughs> yeah. Okay. And I'm like, what the fuck am I? T- oh, oh, that's what it is. Like everyone's having like this emotional moment, and Mbaku's in the back, like, are you are you done? Are you done? done? <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, we forgot this amazing moment from when uh, when uh, Killmonger shows up and he wants the throne. I want the throne. <laughs> that woman laughs. laughs. And we don't have it on the sample, but you also have, hey, auntie. I do not have, hey, auntie, but I did get the har by itself <laughs> because it's so good. It is a it is a very good, very natural. <laughs> it's a very Edna Krabappel. It is. It is, yeah. But more, more like. More uh, uh, breathy. Yes. A lot more breathy. Uh, it's very it's fucking very good. good, though. Um. Yeah, I I haven't written anything up until the action starts here at the end. So yeah, we've uh, got like uh, I've got Killmonger's king attire is sick. This is when he's walking around above yep. the mine with his coat and mm-hmm. his panther habit. I guess it, <laughs> yeah. is that what we're calling the necklace or the costume? I don't know. The costume, I think. Okay, so so we've gotten to the point where he's got the costume on. Then why mm-hmm. does his coat fall apart? I don't know. Like, the suit materializes and his coat just melts off. Yeah. Like, T'Challa's clothes stay on while that happens. He doesn't, Mm. he's he's not naked under there. No, I don't know why that happens. And frankly, I think the costume would have looked cooler with the coat over top. Hell yeah, it would have. That would have been fucking sick. Yeah, but then I'd have to animate it. They gotta do uh, cloth sims and... Yeah. yeah, well, that's the thing with the end of this movie, which we will get to. But uh, you like video game cutscenes. Oh god! While Shuri, Nakia, and Okoye join the Dora Milaje and Jabari in battling Wakabi and the Wakandan army, Ross, piloting a remote jet, shoots down the planes carrying the weapons before they can leave the country. Confronted by Okoye, Wakabi and his army stand down. Killmonger overpowers the Dora Milaje and comes down to murdering Shuri. Uh, comes close to murdering Shuri, but T'Challa saves her and tackles Killmonger into the, the Great Mound. That is what it's called. It's called that, the Great Mound. Okay. That Mbaku is technically correct. Arrive. They arrive Ooh. on the Great Mound and they defeat Wakabi, forcing the Border Tribe to surrender. I'll arrive on your Great Mound. Uh, that was the ref- That was what I was saying. I just didn't go that far. <laughs> Uh, oh god um this whole act this whole end uh action scene is uh is decently paced and edited and set up uh we're talking about like the warring factions bit right yes yes 
Um, it's it's pretty good. It was it was f- it's pretty good up until for some reason cartoon rhinos show up. Uh, yeah, you mean horses? <laughs> till the horses show up. I mean, sorry. Uh, and uh, if you look at the behind the scenes stuff, it's just the horses running everywhere. No, I don't. That's know. So I don't know what's weird. But um, yeah, I, d- I hate when the rhinos. It would have been fine without the rhinos if it, it was just you know people fighting it, each other. It would have been fine without the rhinos, but the rhinos add a sense of like heightened, dumb action bullshit that I can appreciate, even if they don't look particularly good. Fair enough. I do not like them. But we get uh, we get T'Challa taking down a rhino. Who doesn't love that? Actually. The funny thing about the rhinos is that Wakabi needs to reposition himself and stand on a rock to summon them. <laughs> right. He like goes out of his way to step up that rock. <laughs> <laughs> it's very funny to me. Uh, Shuri smokes two guys. One of them just goes those... flying off the fucking edge of the building. Yeah, with the dope panther blasters. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, they're cool. Happened so fast. I was like, what the? F-? <laughs> it's so so funny. Shuri's got a kill count of two? Yes. At least? Mm-hmm. At least. Assuming that the Rhino Blasters are non-lethal. Right. Uh, There's no way they survived. You do get that fun aerial tracking shot as Black Panther is fucking Rhino launched. Yeah! I was. I've, uh, the shot of T'Challa going flying after getting hit by a Rhino, like he has a GoPro attached to his chest, yeah, is yeah. cool. <laughs> it's really cool. And like you kind of hear the wind fucking rushing past his fucking helmet. Yeah. Ah. He's like passed out. Just yeah, he's gone all limp. Yeah, yeah, it's great. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, we have the beginnings of a video game train track fight. Uh, yeah, and- I've put, and now here we are in Toontown with two Black Panthers fighting. <laughs> yeah. But, like, you've also got Ross doing his stuff in the plane. It's intercut with that. Yes, like the planes, the... Well, well, who the plane, would have expected, oh, like, a Wakandan jet thing? Yeah. Yeah. Um, who would have expected that a uh, remote control jet thing, like a set mm-hmm. piece like that, could actually be genuinely, like, have some stakes, have some danger to it? Because, hey, yeah. the building he's in is getting shot at also. <laughs> yeah, right. I I think he should have piloted it into the thing and blown up the one that was shooting at him. But, you know, that's just me. It's so far away, though, and he only had a little bit of time to get to the one that was getting away. I don't know. Figure out. And, if, and they were they were really adamant that if any one of those gets out, it's disaster. Mm-hmm. Either I do way, like, though, very that cool. at the point that he gets out and is able to take down the last one, he's like, "Fuck it, no time to shoot. I'm gonna die if I don't get out of here. I'm just gonna fucking kamikaze this shit." Yeah, yeah. Bit very. fucked up that there's a CIA agent in Wakanda murdering Wakandans, but sure. <laughs> he's doing what he can. He's helping out. <laughs> Being supportive. What does the CIA do if not help out regimes of one type or another? <laughs> mm-hmm. They help with yes. the transition of power. <laughs> I think the ship becoming inoperable whenever you want to make that blast shield thing is a, is an unideal. <laughs> well, he crosses <laughs> his arms and does the thing, and then it, the ship just doesn't work anymore, and it has I, to reboot. The blast thing seems very situational. Yeah, that's something you probably want to be up pretty high to do that. I'm just yes. gonna say, we just do it for fun. See if we can, you know, regain control of the ship before before we hit it the hits fucking the ground. ground. <laughs> that's what they do as a pastime in Wakanda. Yeah, everyone's uh, got one of those jets out there. Got one. Socialism, a jet in everyone's backyard. 
That's it. Uh, while T'Challa and Killmonger vie for supremacy, Sonic Disruptors use... Oh, is that what the... Oh, wow. Who'd have thunk that they'd come back? Sonic Check off. You left your Sonic Disruptors here. The transport of the metal in the mine incapacitate their vibranium armors. T'Challa uses this to his advantage and overpowers Killmonger, impaling him with a dagger. T'Challa, victorious, shows mercy to Killmonger and fulfills his childhood wish to witness the sunset of Wakanda. Killmonger refuses T'Challa's offer to be healed and pulls a dagger out of his chest, choosing to die a free man rather than be incarcerated. Um, right in the heart. T'Challa don't fuck around. Yeah, it's it's a poignant death scene. Boy, <laughs> do I wish the MCU would stop killing its best villains. I know. I wish, that, even though, look, he makes a great point. Yeah. He dies on his own terms, and that's why I'm okay with it. Yeah. But, man, I would be fine with Killmonger coming back as, like, a villain again. Mm-hmm. Or even I, as a villain-turned-hero. Yeah. I would have loved to have seen him come back at some point. But I, mean, <laughs> I would have loved to have seen him come back at some point. Yeah, but, sure. Alive and well. Um, nice. This... Uh, it makes sense for the character, so I'm fine with it. But yep. also it would have been great if they just healed him and said fuck it and just threw him in jail. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> just completely against his wishes, like, yeah. oh fuck that. You gotta pay for your crimes, idiot. Yeah, exactly. You uh, you tried to usurp the throne and murder me. Mm-hmm. You absolutely do not get to die in your own terms. Yeah. I love that he's not even mad. Like No. As soon as he gets stabbed, he's like, that was a pretty good move. I can't. I can't fault that. Good job. Dude, Nakia uh, needs more to do in the MCU. She's great when she can do when she does shit. She's hey, great. You should watch that next one. She does stuff in that. Infinity so, War. No, no, the next Black Panther. Oh yeah, I know. That's what I mean. It's like <laughs> she should get because when she does stuff, she's pretty. She's fucking cool. Yes. She doesn't get to do a lot. Correct. I agree. I'm agreeing with you. This is me agreeing. We're on the same page. <laughs> Fucking just listen, Josh. Well, again, like her and Winston Duke went from this then to us. Yeah. And I think, I feel like us must have been like her like big breakout role because she'd been in stuff, obviously. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe people see her in that and just like, oh, let's give her more stuff to do. She can clearly do it. Yeah. Um, but no, she's very good. Uh, we got shield cloaks that we didn't talk about. Those are cool. I like those shield cloaks. Yeah, those were cool. All the Wakandan technology is fucking sick. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how they work, but they're cool. No, it's magic. It's science magic. Right, yeah. It's it's, it's so so advanced and it's magic. The problem is that it's all dependent on vibranium, which does not exist. (laughs) <laughs> right, yeah. If only it existed, then we'd know. Yeah, then we'd, we'd, we'd figure it all out. We'd get sand holograms. Uh huh. I guess. Anyway, yes. death better than bondage. That's a really mm-hmm. good line. It's really fucking good. Uh, and that last, the, the sunset is very nice. And mm-hmm. oh, it's a shame that boy was fucking insane. <laughs> right, yes. Uh, great villain. Really good, except too bad. Again, we end up at the end with two Black Panthers fighting, but before that, really great villain. Yeah. Yeah. As a character, fucking, really good. Fucking mirror match shit. God damn it. Mm-hmm. See, 
It wouldn't be that bad if other movies hadn't done it first. Right. I swear I put something here about fucking um, Sub-Zero versus Scorpion, but can't find it now. I mean, yeah, it's kind of it's like that. Yellow versus purple instead of yellow versus blue. Mm. I like a good mirror match. It's, when it's, it's, it's the most mirror matchy the of, of the movies so far. It's literally a Black Panther versus Black Panther. Yep. That's it. Bummer. Like, if... If Killmonger had just decided not to do the whole Black Panther thing and just rock around in his mask and Vegeta outfit, I would be a lot more okay with this whole situation. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, we haven't done the last... No, there's a little yeah, bit more so, synopsis. Yes, yeah, okay. Rejecting the isolationism... <laughs> Reject- Let me start again. Fuck. Rejecting the isolationism of past Wakandan kings, T'Challa establishes an embassy in Oakland, California, purchasing the apartment complex where Njobu was murdered. Oh, great. Dead people. You put a, put a dead building. T'Challa appoints Shuri and Nakia to run the embassy. Soon after, T'Challa appears before the United Nations in the rebuilt Vienna International Center to reveal Wakanda's resources to the world and to come out of isolation. Later, Bucky Barnes, who was granted asylum by T'Challa, wakes up in Wakanda and is met by Shuri, who begins to help him with his recuperation from his mental programming. Dude looks relaxed as shit. Yeah, he's had a he's had a great holiday. He's, he's <laughs> he really had a has. much deserved rest. Honestly, after, however after many years it's night- been after the nightmare week that was the last fifty years. <laughs> right? Yeah. Ah, oh, he's he's relaxed. He's chill. He's having a great time. He's, he's let his hair. He washed his hair. I don't know. Uh, very good. Um. So we got uh, Shuri wanting to go to Coachella or Disneyland. I would love to see Shuri and T'Challa's day at Coachella. Yeah. I'd, I'd love to see that. Pay to see that. Just make it a short. Yeah. I'd be fine with it. That'd be uh, we got the uh, Bugatti spaceship. Bugatti spaceship. I've written that. Yes. Um, did, the U- did that UN fuckhead really think Wakanda would have nothing to offer if they came out and made a whole big fucking conference about this thing? Like, we're rejoining the world. He's like, what do you, what do you got? You're a third world nation. Yeah. And then well, T'Challa I mean, just kind of gives them like a knowing look. Like up until that point, that that's how they had presented themselves as yes. a third world nation. So, but why would anyone make a conference out of this if it wasn't actually a big deal? I, it would have been great if there was just no one else in the room and it was just them at yeah, the podium. Who would, who would show up? <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. Like, I, fuck that idiot. <laughs> I would love that's that's the ending. I wanted I wanted to redo it. All I know from the MCU is that the UN is just almost entirely filled with fuckheads thanks to well, yeah, Black Panther and Wakanda Forever. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, hey, uh, yeah. when a Wakandan uh, introduces themselves, do they always have to say, I am King T'Challa, blank, son, of blank. son of King T'Chaka? I think it's a formal thing. I just, like, Could you imagine if, if we had to do that? All to, I am Aaron, son of... Blank space on my birth certificate. <laughs> Fuck. Could you imagine? It's a bit. It's a bit wordy. You got to cut that down a bit. Oh, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> um, look, I've never been in a situation formal enough to require that. But if you had to do it for every single thing, I think it would get tiresome. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it's definitely 
not just say an no. everyday thing. Just say your name. It's all good. Yeah. Just I'm just gonna let all the Wakandans know that are listening. You can just say your name. That also depends on what like the uh, the last name situation is for Wakanda. Mm. Like maybe that's just what they do instead of having family names. You're like Odinson. Sure. Or Laufey son. That's yeah. how the that's how the Asgardians do it. T'Challa T'Chaka son. <laughs> that's a good never, name. Never ever say that again. I mean, you know, nope. it makes sense. No. Nah. That's that's how it should work. So says all of the why's it gonna be why's it gonna be the father? Why not the mother? T'Challa Ramonded son? Yeah, there you go. There you go. Uh, Bucky, you couldn't help out the last two hours? Where the fuck you been? He's been relaxing. He's had a hard 50 years. Couldn't just pop the arm on? He's a fucking pensioner. A <laughs> <laughs> Leave him alone. Sorry, sorry. Just thought, you know, maybe. Just he's a, he's a brainwashed 80-year-old white man in Africa. Just let him fucking <laughs> chill out for a bit. Sorry. Uh, there you go. That's that is Black Panther. That is Black Panther. Thank you so much to everyone for listening. Now it's time for Starks <laughs> and Stanks. No, uh, before we do that, you got any thoughts on Black Panther as a whole? Uh, it's a good movie. Yes. I, I Maybe a little overrated. It's a good movie. I don't think it's as I, great as... It was maybe made out to be when it first came out. Potentially, you might be onto something, maybe. I don't know. I like it a lot. There's mm-hmm. some things that I don't like. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more that I really, really like. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So let's talk about those things, shall we? <laughs> let's talk about those things right now. Uh, I, I think to, I'm I first think, this yeah, week. Yeah, I think you're first this week. What is your first Stark? My first Stark is the world building is awesome. And I mean, like, set design, language, costumes, architecture, all of that stuff, all the myth-making. Mm. Wakanda feels like a fleshed-out place in the real world, even though yeah. it's clearly, like, fantastical with its sci-fi Afrofuturism stuff. Yeah. Yeah, like, I agree. I, cool. I, yeah, the the costumes, the, the way the, the buildings are, like, incorporated into the environment... Uh, I love all of the stuff. Uh, like the... It, it gets to be sort of out there and clearly not a real place, but it evo- evokes a lot of real world cultures and real world yep. places. Yeah, it's very good. I agree. My first one is Killmonger. What a great villain. Yeah. We don't, we don't get to say that too much about MCU villains. There's a handful that we get to be like, that was fun. Yeah. And then there's one, maybe two, where we're like, yeah, that's pretty good. Uh-huh. And then uh, Killmonger's, Killmonger's on another level. Killmonger's on the Killmonger level. Yes. Which is currently the top level. Absolutely. Up until this point, absolutely. Killmonger is easily the best villain. Is this your uh, king? <laughs> he's my king, for he's, sure. He's my, he's my villainous king. Yeah. He's very, Followed very closely by Claw. <laughs> Claw is also very good. What is, what is your love? second Stark? Uh, my second Stark is Killmonger. <laughs> oh, okay. Straight Why up, just... Baby, don't hurt me. 
Don't hurt me. Although the more I listen to it, the more I'd like to rescind that and just put claw. <laughs> what? Okay. We've talked about Killmonger. Now I'm just yes. going to talk about Claw for a bit because All right. fucking hell. He's so good. He's having such a fun time with it. I'm glad, that... SoundCloud link if you like. <laughs> I'm glad that they introduced him in Age of Ultron just so they could be like, yeah, hey, no, let's flesh, let's flesh this guy out a bit because he's mm-hmm. fucking great. And yeah. Andy Serkis is having the time of his life. Another wasted villain because I would I would love him just to see him show up every now and then doing whatever he wants to fucking do. I don't know. Just have yep. him show up, just do random shit. That'd hey, be so good. So complete tangent here and very much uh, probably not the case, but do you think that the line about SoundCloud link mm. might be a reference to his comic book counterpart being a being made of sound? <laughs> Maybe. This would be the dumbest shit I've ever heard, but I'd love it. Could be. Yeah. Claw's like a weird red jumpsuit man yeah. with a fucking radar dish for a hand. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he's like made of sand <coughs> or some shit. I don't know. It's dumb, but mm-hmm. Claw's great. Killmonger's better, but we've talked yes. about Killmonger. Yeah. The villain, both both these Strong villain game. Good. Both dead. Yeah. Unfortunately. Both, both dead, unfortunately, but yes. Uh, my second stock is just the cast overall. Uh, they're all really fucking good. Like, uh, there's no, I, I have no bad actors in, in this. They're all, yeah, there's no weak links. Extremely good. You like even your supporting cast, Daniel Kaluuya is yeah. doing great as Wakabi. He's very easy to hate, but you kind of yeah. need that. Yeah. Uh, as we said, your villains are on point. Your supporting cast, Nakia, Okoye, Shuri. It's a it's a very like strong female cast as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, there's really only Killmonger, Claw, Wakabi, Mbaku, T'Challa, Ross. That's our male cast, and I feel like you've got roughly the same number of female cast balancing yeah. that out. And it's, it's, an and they're all mix. like really strong. They're all like yes. really strong female characters. Everyone's yeah. Everyone's got shit to do and they're doing it well. And yeah. Yeah. No, that's a, that is a good stock. I think that is correct. What is your first stanky poo bum? Uh, some real iffy digital effects. Yep. We got uh, green screen cliff people. We've got our video game fight scene at the end. Yep. Uh, I will say, just to defend the end video game fight scene, mm-hmm. I believe it was a late change to the movie, and I believe they only had like a couple of weeks for that end fight scene. Look, given some of the revelations regarding the digital effects uh, being done for Marvel Studios, yep. uh well, that was like the last year and a bit that that's come out, right? Yes. I think it's 100% reasonable to say that they really did do the best they could with the time and resources that they had. Mm-hmm. That said, still a bit iffy. I can't, yes. I can't not say that. I just want to put, I just want to make it clear. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm I, not trying I, to shit on any digi- digital effects departments. I'm not yes. trying to shit on any animators. You're, yeah. you're doing great work with what you've got. Let's blame the production people yeah. who are in charge of getting give you, shit give done. Give you more time uh, to get shit organized yes. properly. Yeah. Everything ultimately is a management issue. Yes, that is true. 
It, uh, um, yeah, the, the, the green screen cliff people is probably the funniest one. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, but yeah, mine's similar. Like the cartoon end fight between two literal color swapped clones. Uh, also, got to say the the weird melty cloak that Killmonger has. Yeah. Scorpion like, and Sub Zero are less similar than these two. That's what I've written. That is true. They have very distinct colors and also different power sets. Yep. Yep. What a shame. Yep. What's your second stank? I'm really grasping for him here. Killmonger dies. <laughs> <laughs> True, uh, he does. And not only that, Claw dies. We we lose two very good, very entertaining, very watchable villains. Yeah. Uh, and it would be nice to have seen either one of them or both of them come back. And mm-hmm. then we get neither. They're both dead. They're both dead. Yeah, I agree. I would... Uh, like I said, if Claw was still alive and he could just let's resurrect him as a sound being (laughs) let's do it he he gets his his essence uh put into a a soundcloud box (laughs) he's digitally transferred into soundcloud there you go he's the soundcloud ai dave get the soundcloud link (laughs) yeah i'll send you the soundcloud link if you like uh my second stank is that the early comedy just doesn't land most of the time. I don't like a lot of the jokes in the first ooh, hour. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, there's some stuff that's funny, but isn't necessarily meant to be a joke. And mm. so it kind of works because of that. Like, half the stuff M'Baku says when he shows up is quite funny, despite not being a joke. Yeah. Um, All the stuff Shuri says, some of it's decent some of it's dumb i can excuse a little bit of that because she is a dumb teen um but yeah like the the freezing up stuff and the weird awkwardness with nakia is forced yes uh and yeah it just doesn't need to be there and you are right this movie starts getting way better when it sort of ditches that and becomes a lot more grim and uh you know real yeah i don't I don't like I don't like movies that uh, grim dark. Uh, yeah. I don't want a fucking DC movie. Uh, no. It's still you know it's still a fun Marvel movie, but it just doesn't. It's not trying to be it, it have a fucking jokey a tag on the end of every scene. Yeah, um, it, it's it takes it takes itself seriously at a point. Yes, and it gets a lot better after that point. And yeah, I don't. Uh, this the, they definitely made up for it with the second movie because I can't remember. Too many jokes in that one. <laughs> yeah, I've never. I don't. I don't think I've ever felt that sad during a Marvel movie. No, it's a very. It's a, it's a downer of a movie a lot of the time. It sure is. But we will get to that movie in a while. In, in due time. Now we come to the part of the show where we rank this movie, Black Panther. Yes. In with the other MCU movies, that is the point of the show, is to rank. It's almost as if it's part of the title. Almost. Uh, So, our current list is Captain America the Winter Soldier at number one, Mm -hmm. Thor Ragnarok at number two, Iron Man 3 at number three, followed by Guardians of the Galaxy, Captain America Civil War, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, The Avengers, Captain America the First Avenger, Ant-Man, Doctor Strange, Spider-Man Homecoming, Iron Man, Thor, Avengers Age of Ultron, The Incredible Hulk, Thor The Dark World, and Iron Man 2 at number 17. 
Okay. And now, uh, I believe you're first I up. Believe. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I got. So the how easy do you one. feel about this movie? How, how, like overall, are you like very positive? Are you I, like look, the the stuff I dislike about this movie? I can ignore quite easily. Mm. Like I said, I was really scrounging for my second stank. The fact that Killmonger dies is the thing. Like, oh, we we can't get more of this good thing. Damn it. So this is going to be hard. <laughs> so because I really love the villains, obviously. Like Killmonger is like one of the the best villains. Yep. But overall, I don't I don't love this movie. I like it a lot. That's fair. So I personally would put this at oh goodness um let's see uh, i would put this after uh, ant-man oh or doctor strange okay all right I so ninth. So where you mean tenth? Uh, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, put it tenth. <laughs> okay. So top ten. I I I disagree, but not <laughs> okay. by a lot. Okay. All right. Where would you put it? I would put it just above Captain America: The First Avenger. Okay. So I was going to go there. But then I figured you wouldn't want to put it above First Avenger. <laughs> Look, I really like Captain America the First Avenger, but uh-huh. if I'm if I'm looking at all of this honestly, there's a lot in that movie that is like just kind of fine. Um and I do like Captain America the First Avenger a lot, but it's if we're going to judge it on uh, things similarly, it's got some weird CG shit going on in there. Mm-hmm. This has got some weird CG shit going on. I, let's see, I think that Black Panther has a more iconic soundtrack, not just in its licensed music, but also in its, like, uh, more, like, the, the Wakanda theme, all of yep. that stuff. Mm-hmm. It just sticks out a lot more. Captain America, the First Avenger has some good sort of period music, but yep. it's not overly memorable. Yeah. In terms of villains, Red Skull's cool, he's iconic, but but he doesn't get a lot to do and he's just kind of uh, chewing the scenery evil as opposed <laughs> yes. to like, he doesn't, he doesn't I, have a I very this... concrete. It's hard to sympathize with the Nazi as it yeah. turns out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, whereas, you know, it's very easy to sympathize with a lot of what Killmonger has going on. Yes. Uh, yeah. And also we have Claw. Mm-hmm. Claw's fucking great. <laughs> yeah. Um, see, Ant-Man's the problem here for me. I really love Ant-Man. I, look, I like Ant-Man a lot as well. Uh, I mean, if we're talking about a movie that uh, nails the comedy, Ant-Man. Uh, but yes. then obviously, obviously the villain in Black Panther is a lot better than the one in Ant-Man. Yeah, uh, even though we end up both times with a bit of a mirror match thing. Daniel, uh, is it Daniel Cross? Darren uh, Cross. Darren Cross, yeah. Like I, I wasn't did this Daniel, during the I couldn't well. remember that. I was going to say name. David. I knew it was a D. <laughs> David Cross. I would love it if it was David Cross. That would be great. Anyway, um, you kind of end with the whole 
mirror match thing going on here, but at least Killmonger is interesting and not just a psychopath. Yes. Um, I think I think Black Panther's got more to say. Yeah, it does. It's it's got stronger themes and is a bit more uh, meaningful in that sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like it does. It does have the themes that, you know, Ryan Coogler said that the movie is about, you know, yeah, doing the right thing with power. and But it's also like an interesting examination of like executive power and where power comes from in a government, all that good shit. You've got the thesis statement of uh, it's hard for a good man to be king. Mm-hmm. And that's a fucking good thesis statement. Yeah. As a um, film, Black Panther is better. If I'm gonna, if I'm gonna, like, I've got Ant Man or Black Panther to watch. I know uh, which one you would prefer to watch. Obviously, (laughs) I'm gonna go Ant Man. Um, Yeah, this one, if you would ask me the same thing, it would really depend on what mood I'm in. Yeah. And in that case, I think it has to go to the better film. Okay, so you're suggesting above First Avenger. I am suggesting above First Avenger. I mean, if you're okay putting above, because I have no horse in the race with First Avenger, I don't give a shit if it's, if it's above or below it. Uh, oh, you love First so Avenger. Come on. Come it's on. It's okay. You love it. So if you want to put it above First Avenger, I'm fine with that. Look, First Avenger has stayed as high as it has for a long time. And frankly, that's like the greatest gift in the world that you could have given me. <laughs> uh, the fact that it's above Iron Man will never not make me smile. <laughs> um, no, I think it's, if I'm being honest with myself, Black Panther has to go above Captain America, the first Avenger. I've got two Captain America films in the top five currently. I'm good. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're and, very good movies. So, Yeah. And uh, Winter Soldier's, you know, it's he, he's up there. He's, I would almost be tempted to put this above the Avengers. Hmm. Because it does have a style to it, something that the Avengers is lacking. Yeah, but Avengers is Avengers. Yeah, that's the thing that will always come back to. Is Avengers <laughs> is a good movie, but it's a big moment as well. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm fine I'm putting sure it... Black Panther is a big moment for a lot of people, but it is not for us specifically. <laughs> I'm fine putting Black Panther at 8th. I agree. Black Panther at 8th feels right. All right. Okay. So... Well... There we go. So that leaves our uh, current ranking at Captain America the Winter Soldier at number one, Thor Ragnarok at number two, Iron Man 3 at number three, Guardians of the Galaxy, Captain America Civil War, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, The Avengers at number seven, Black Panther at number eight. Yeah. And then the rest. And then the rest. Congratulations to Black Panther. Condolences, Captain America. Hey, Captain America is still top ten. Still top ten, and so is Ant Man. So is Ant Man, you know. Fuck off, Doctor Strange. <laughs> Sorry, Benedict. <laughs> Sorry, not really. Also Sorry, really you like Kiff Croker looking motherfucker. <laughs> As we've always said, anything above Iron Man is really, really good. Yeah, and anything below Iron Man is still probably fine, I guess. Spider Man Homecoming. Wow, we did we put that really low. <laughs> we did. And I don't recall the reasoning behind it, <laughs> <laughs> but it felt it's just right okay. in the moment. Yeah, yeah well, I think I think our thing with Homecoming was we got to the end and we were like, I don't have a lot to say about this. Yeah, it's, it's a that, good movie, but it's not doing anything good. super interesting. No, 
Whereas Doctor it's Strange is a, like at least some experimental shit going on. Yeah. There you go. That is Stark or Stank for this week and for this year. We'll be back in January sometime. So long, stinky. <laughs> Towards the end of January uh, in 2023 for a banger. We're starting with a banger. Avengers Infinity War. Yeah, we're starting big. Yeah. And then we get small for a couple of weeks. Uh, yep, that is that is technically correct. Very small at one point. <laughs> yep. I and assumed then... that was the joke you were making. Yes. <laughs> but I said for a couple of weeks, but it's just one week will be really small. And then yes. also Captain Marvel will be there. Then we go back to the 90s. Then we go back to the 90s. Oh, Horrible. great stuff. Can't wait. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll see you next year for Infinity War. Goodbye. Bye. Are you Tony Stank? I am Iron Man. Stank, Stank, Stank. Genius billionaire playboy from the You Stank, you Stank. I am Iron Man.